Hey, uh, you've made it back to episode two of Scary Stories. I'm your host, Scary. Um, you, you've all flattered me very much from episode one. I've, I've got a lot of people listening globally, in fact. Hello, uh, Pakistan. Hello, Germany. Hello, Australia. Apparently, there's little, little followers everywhere. I, I, I didn't know. You're all super cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, episode two, uh, let's hit it. What are we talking about? We're talking about, um, hockey. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white dude living in the suburbs outside Toronto. You knew it was going to happen at some point. Sorry about your luck. Soccer fans, footy ball fans. There's a story about, uh, some racism involved with hockey right now. And I don't want to get heavy about it. We'll talk for a couple of minutes tops, but I just want to talk about how stupid this shit is. We'll get to the guy. Y'all enjoyed him. Who doesn't? Well, probably his victims, I guess, but we'll talk about that. Uh, and a little Joe Exotic. Who doesn't enjoy him? Carol fucking Baskin. I'm glad you got kicked off Dancing with the Stars. You suck. So the guy, uh, we're back to him jumping right into his fucking madness. Um, the guy was hanging out at work once and um, was talking about getting kicked out of another store. This one was Value Village. Now, for those of you around here, you know what Value Village is. It's, it's, it's a Goodwill type store. It's a thrift shop. Right? Popping tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. You're going to fucking Value Village and you're going to get a sweet vintage Wrangler shirt and probably clean up at the at the, the bar this weekend. Get some sweet chicks with your with your $3 vintage ass uh, you know 501s. So the guy goes into the Valley Village, and first of all, he's um, apparently he, he's standing and staring at a mirror. And when asked what he's doing by by a shop associate, it comes to light that he's he's been looking at ladies' butts all day in this vintage um, floor mirror. And apparently he's been at it for like a half hour. So it's like, okay, enough's enough, dude. He's, he's doing the creepy, like I'm looking in the mirror thing, but I'm really looking at, uh, um, you know, Susan's sweet rump over there as she bends over and rummages through the old teapots and whatnot. So instead of leaving, he wants to get one more thing. And he ends up in the shoe aisle because... Because if, if you like shoes, I mean, why buy ones that haven't been worn by a stranger? Get them broken in, stupid. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm in the aisle there and, and uh, I see these sweet shoes. Sockanies, I think they are. Sockanies? Yeah, I know what they are. Yeah. I'd, I probably wouldn't wear them, but do your thing. 
I'm looking at these Sauconies and, and they say five bucks and I think, no way. Wait, oh, I'm sorry, what, what do you mean? What do you, uh, nah, I'm not paying five bucks for, for used shoes. Yeah, but you just said you would like the used, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, I look down at my feet and I, and I, and I figure my shoes are probably maybe worth two bucks. Okay, yeah. So I had enough. Oh, of the of the uh, the oppression and tyranny of Value Village wanting five dollars for a pair of used shoes. Yes. Okay. So, so I peel my shoes off and I I put the sockinies on and they're wonderful. They're broken in, lovely shoes. And that was it. What do you mean that was it? No, like you took them back off and you went to the cash and you like where's the rest of the story? No, no, I just um, I walked out. So, um, like with the shoes? Yeah, I just took them. Hang on, wait, dude, you make like, um, like a hundred K a year. I, I know you do. Like you're, 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 you're into six figures. That's pretty, pretty fucking good. Wait, you talk, you stealing $5 Well, yeah, it didn't seem right to me. Oh, that, <laughs> that part, uh, paying for the, that part didn't compute with you. Okay. So yeah, that's, so I just walked out and I took them. They're great. I love them. So hang on. What did you do? You just left your own. But yeah, I, I took the tags off and I put the tags on my shoes and uh, there they lay. <laughs> okay, dude. Ah. Well, at least you didn't touch anybody with your penis. Okay, so the Arizona Coyotes hockey team um we just went through the nhl draft and they selected this kid uh with a with a with a uh not a great past so they take they take they 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 call mitchell miller's names his family's ecstatic he's he's going to be a professional hockey player and basically every other human being in his community was shocked and appalled because it was well documented that um, Mitchell had bullied a uh, a black peer of his. So this kid, Mitchell, he and a buddy, I guess, when they were about fourteen. Took it upon themselves to, to, to bully this kid, Isaiah Mayor Carruthers. And please, just the, the hyphenated thing, it's way too much. Just fucking pick one. It's besides the point. Beside the point. Besides? Maybe besides. So it's beside the point. Um, Mitchell and his buddy get together and they go, Hey, you know it would be super funny? Is if we, we got Isaiah over there. Um black kid with adoptive white parents already struggling to to feel a place in the white community can't imagine how that would feel let's let's uh, let's pray on him uh, i'm gonna get this push pop you know push pops right delicious candies from our childhood sticky and gross but pretty good let's put it in the pisser let's put it in uh like right on top of this um this piss puck in the urinal we're going to whiz on it. It'd be super funny. 
as 14-year-olds to make Isaiah, uh, Isaiah fucking eat it. That'd be, right? Who's not going to laugh at that? And, and never mind the fact that Isaiah has developmental issues, has the capacity at that time of, a, say, a 9 to 10-year-old. So he's, he's behind his peers that way. He can't defend himself. They make him eat this thing. And they beat the shit out of him at the same time. Like little fucking animals. So this goes down and years pass and um, Mitchell gets his moment. He's selected to the to the NHL. Congratulations, you're an Arizona Coyote. And this comes out and and accordingly people are are shocked and appalled. Like it's 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 not okay, right? He's being rewarded for being a little dick fuck, little douche douchebag, dick rag, piece of garbage. And you don't get away from my scrutiny because you're young. I don't give a shit. I've said it before. If you're a piece of shit um, as an adult, you're probably going to raise piece of shit children. And a piece of shit's a piece of shit. Congratulations. You're young. You get to work at it longer. So this kid um, thinks he's got it made, you know, like, hey, I've acknowledged what I've done. No sense of atonement, no sense of contrition, no sense of wanting redemption. We're just going to acknowledge it. And that's good enough. Well, mom and dad of Isaiah, they go, no, that's not that's, <laughs> you talking about. It's not OK. You ruined our son's life. He had a fucking horrible experience. In his formative years growing up struggling enough due to the color of his skin and the state of his um, mental development I guess so the Arizona Coyotes a catch wind of all this and they go ah shit this is like me too all over again we're getting caught up in the political bullshit I guess we Ah, should probably renounce his rights. So they've done so in a too little, too late move. Or is it? I'm not sure. Is it better to have selected him, realize that you've fucked up, and then cancel all rights to him, showing the world like, hey, you know what? There are consequences here. There, there's, there's This shit carries through with you. When you do stuff... And you don't apologize for it, which he didn't. They can say he did, but he didn't. A letter on behalf of the team to the world does not uh, constitute a, an apology to me. You call his parents. You call him. You say, hey man, I'm 18 now. And it may have just been four or five years ago, but I've done a lot of growing up. I'm a young man now. You're a young man now. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I called you the N-word, and I'm sorry I called you brownie when you were just a child, making you feel less than because of who you are. I'm sorry. Would that take me? 20 seconds? Acknowledge your shittiness, and then move on. You don't get to skip the step. 
I certainly don't when I fuck up around my wife. Right? Who of you, show of hands, gets to fuck up at home and then ignore it like it didn't happen? I fucking don't. It doesn't work like that. So other than just reporting this, because I'm just kind of giving you background, my thoughts, my thoughts. Um, there, there's outrage that the Coyotes selected him in the first place. Uh, the, the only way I think that this could have been a story now is to have selected him. COVID kind of screwed things up in such a way that I'm, I'm sure the background check was a skim at best. And they said, oh, okay, yeah, no, apparently everything's cool here when it wasn't. So I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they selected him and they, I'm glad that they've publicly denounced his acts now and um, kid, you're fucked. I'm sorry. You had, you had five years to grow the fuck up and say, hey man, maybe racism sucks a little bit and I'm kind of a shitty, shitty person, but you didn't. You wanted the spotlight and you wanted the dough and you wanted to be the hockey player, but you know what, man? Times are different. And to Isaiah, from what I can tell, you seem like a good dude. Please try not to let that affect your life and your relationships moving forward. Love you, dude. Okay, we've we've come to the part of the episode where I'm looking to exit gracefully and um, I'm going to stumble around and try and think of some shit to say before we before we end this and leave you wanting more because if there's one thing I need from you is you needing me so Joe Exotic apparently is uh, I think Netflix is actually pushing through and and they're gonna do this movie a dramatic representation of the gong show that was Joe Exotic's fucking story there Portrayed by Nicolas Cage. I was personally hoping for like a Jared Leto type. Let's, let's do some method acting with, with like Daniel Day. But we got Nick. So just take it as a win. We got somebody to do it. This whole thing reminds me of a time that we, we took our son. We have, we have a six-year-old boy. We took him to... Um, I want to I want to call it like exotic cat world. At least it was that when I was a kid. Jungle cat world, maybe. I, it's it's outside of town here. And yeah, I don't know if you guys have this where you live. Because again, I'm a global superstar now. So I mean, just bear with me if you live in like Iceland and you don't have tigers down the street. But um, you you can drive up and pay your fifteen bucks a piece and and go see these things, like a little cat zoo. Basically, it's just tigers and shit, leopards and whatnot. And I was like, geez, this is kind of lame. This kind of sucks. But, but do yourself a favor. If you do have the opportunity, look into going during feeding time. Because if it's anything like this, it was a gong show. It's filled with kids, right? And they go, okay, it's, it's feeding time. Children, like, pony up to the cages. Let's, let's see these these monstrous muscle fang machines do their thing. We're waiting at the cage and, and like hillbilly like Eddie comes out. Like this kid 
carting a, a wheelbarrow that um, was from like 1914. It's the original wheelbarrow. Old and beat up, but massive. Massive enough to hold like a hundred chicken carcasses. And like some were plucked and some weren't. And I'm questioning where on earth did these chickens come from? While also not caring because I'm immediately engaged. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. And the kids are looking at the chickens going like, uh, what's, what's, without? and, and, oh no, this is what the tigers eat. And they go, oh shit. Okay. So this Eddie there just starts rifling chickens over the fence and these fucking tigers are just tearing the crap out of each other. Viciously. The, there was alpha rank happening and, and swiping and, um, just a whole lot of cat anger. And it was fucking fantastic. 15 bucks. This is like, um, like law of the, like you can't even, you wouldn't see this shit in the jungle. It's even wilder. And before you write me and tell me not to go to these things because tigers belong in the jungle and all look, man, I'm just trying to get through the fucking weekend and keep my kid entertained. Okay. So just, uh, you know what? If you've never had to stretch to find an activity for your, your young child, shut up. It's fucking hard. So I was thrilled by this. Got to see a couple of leopards boning each other. They didn't, I was like, is somebody going to get a hose? Because like, you know, like I've been, I've been around the block, you know, Chris and I might be married now, but like, I mean, there was a time when we used to, you know, get at each other like leopards too. Maybe there was a bite on the neck, a little dominance play. But Jesus, the children, they were horrified. And I, um, I couldn't recommend it more. So look out for Joe Exotic, because I can't wait to see this movie bringing back all these memories of, of me kind of imagining that I was like a, a tiger master. Maybe I could have been Joe Exotic. Aside from the affinity for the, you know, um, you know, love and men and math. I probably could.